Yeah. Recklaw followed that up and he says, Hell yeah! Loving the... Oh, witch doctor this season. Oh my god, this is like the best season of Diablo ever. Everybody's playing a witch doctor. Lots of fun, poisonous options. I am physically feeling ill right now, folks. <laughs> oh my god. This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode 97, Rest in Pancakes. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Patreon. Support the Shattered Soulstone. With your support, you can help the show grow. Become a patron today. Patreon.com slash Soulstone. Strap in, folks. This is going to be fun. Nevik. Coming to you from a half-empty bottle of white wine. Antonio. I found a nice little trifecta last night in uh, Hardcore that I'm hoping makes me loaded. Dresia. Oh, wait, wait a minute, what happened? Like, you lose five seconds of your life, you wake up. Chill. It gives you 38.2 yummies per second, with 13 to 38 yummies and 150 nom nom noms per second. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial Donforge Pouch. This is episode 97 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is Wednesday, September 16th, and I am your host, Nevik. And I am joined by Abrasia. How are you, Abrasia? I was a little confused there. I thought we were like in the uh, On Golden Pond, whatever her name was. <laughs> The the woman actor when she played opposite of Peter Fonda there and it, it she has that voice and I'm sitting there going like hello you old people and I'm like oh god I'm, I'm like welcome to the old people podcast I'm and, just <laughs> I mean yeah, I'm, I'm there just, anyways I'm old so I don't care but <laughs> I I have to admit you know I'm 84 but I act like I'm 13 That's so that this voice that you're hearing right now it's all a facade. Exactly. You got a voice yeah. changer to keep going through the whole week. <laughs> you know, you know right I've in front of your microphone, thought about your voice. getting one of those voice modulators because mm-hmm. they're they're fun to play with. But uh, I don't have the setup to really make it work too well, and I don't <laughs> want to invest hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars into audio equipment that I'm just going to use for this podcast. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, I mean, of course, especially just to play around with. You know? Yeah, but you know, it's always fun. And I, you know, I always have my kids as an outlet for my funny voices. And every time I do a funny voice, I think, you know, I should bust out with a funny voice on the show more often. But who knows? That might get old real quick. So, uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been an interesting week. If you haven't if you haven't been able to gather already from the uh, start of the show, things things are uh, well, they're they're very interesting. So, Bridget, yeah. <laughs> what have you been up to in game? What a random week so far, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's been oh man, what a week! Don't get it. I'm looking at our show notes and realizing both you and I wrote enough for it to be like an hour if we really wanted to just to talk about what we've been doing. Yes, which is great about Diablo. So, you know, I'll start off and I'll say, okay, 
I was loving the, my Witch Doctor build with Pancakes. It was awesome. Because I basically I had the ring that I could cast uh, Wall of Death now. It's not Wall of Zombies anymore. But Wall of Death like three times in a row before it resets. And right. so I was doing a bunch of damage there. I'm like hitting, you know, uh, I don't know, 15 to 84 million crits when they, you know, things walk through there. And I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. So I'm, I'm doing pretty well. I'm, I was running with a bunch of people. Um, I don't remember. It was like Cyber was one of it. Ian... Um, those guys, we were just running through, doing a lot, like Reclar as well, doing um, Torment 6 through Torment 8, uh, different things all day long. No problem, Saturday, you know, Friday mm -hmm. night, having a good time. And then it was like, what was it, Saturday night? Yeah, it's got to be because I wouldn't have stayed up till midnight on Sunday. So it must have been Saturday night, like around 11 o'clock. You jumped into a game with me, and it was it Reclar? I believe it was. Um, I don't know why. I want to say it's either Reclar or Scanline. It, w it w definitely wasn't Scanline. Okay. So I'm it pretty might... sure it was Reclar. Or could it have been... Um... I'm sorry. I really apologize whoever was running. I was just... I blanked out, all right? Because we were running. Because we had been running most of the night. Um, I was like, oh, look at this. I'm already at, like, Paragon 186. I'm like, I'm going to hit 200. And I hadn't even died yet. Well, there we go. <laughs> I said the wrong thing. <laughs> and so you're in the game with me, and uh, we were, like, running three-man. I forgot. It, was, it must have been, like, uh, it wasn't even a greater rift. It was a regular rift, but I think it was Torment. Yeah, it was just a regular rift. Like, what was Torment 8, I think, we were doing. Mm-hmm. Was it and 8, I was like, or was it... Yeah, no, actually, I think it was 8. Yeah, and I was like, we felt pretty comfortable. We were running fine, no problem. We started off great. And then it was the tile set where it's, like, the dun the dungeon. It's um, kind of like the three. barracks. Yeah. Yeah, so, and I was like, okay, so we're going in, and so it's tight quarters to begin with, you don't really see very far beyond the walls, so I saw you dash into the next room, you'd been destroying things really quick, so I was like, oh, okay, he probably already destroyed that stuff, let me go to the next room, so I go into the next room, which is a small corridor, and as I step in, I see the molten explosion happening, I'm mm -hmm. like, oh crap, I click the other way, and I go to go the other way, and at the same exact moment, my entire screen lags for like two seconds. And as soon as that happened, that's when, boom, I see the message go up. Um, Pancakes has lasted blah, 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 hours, you know. Mm -hmm. Your your deeds will be remembered. I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Sorry, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> so right away, I'm like, God, Nemec, it's your fault. You killed me. <laughs> I, I was, yeah, I was just like cruising along, you know, dotting stuff up with my palm and blowing it all up with my seven-sided strike. And I mean, the, the, we were just flying through. Exactly. I mean, we felt comfortable. We were doing really well. Like, I honestly just took for granted that I'd had no problems all day. And my jaunt was on cooldown at that moment. I wasn't expecting to go around the corner and run into one of those molten yeah. explosions. So it was just kind of like, oh, my God. So seriously, though, I, I'm joking around when I'm saying it's like, never get your fault. It's not. It was mine. I went around the corner. I did something without even thinking about it and just kind of kept going. And so I need to be a little bit more careful than I, I was that day. So yeah, well, totally the, the little bit of lag that you encountered also kind of didn't really help. No, because I definitely clicked. As soon as I saw it, I clicked the other way, and then it lagged just as I did that. I was like, no. Half a second earlier, I might have gotten out of it. Yeah, it's. I've been noticing a definite increase in lag and like just odd. You know, the screen will just freeze for like a second, second and a half. Or sometimes, well, actually, uh, there, there have been times where, you know, you get you get act, kicked off of Battle.net completely 
like all the way out to the login screen. You're like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know. It used to didn't didn't see this back in uh, prior to 2.3. So it's. I think it was Quad. He he said that he surmised that it might have been you know, Diablo three is running on the same servers as, as Hearthstone. Why that is, I do not understand. I think Hearthstone mm. needs their own servers, or Diablo needs their own servers. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, with both season four and the grand tournament, you know, everybody's playing, and the servers are probably at or over capacity, and yep. and it's just it's causing all kinds of problems, all kinds of problems. Oh, um, most definitely. So. I um, tried to continue on with that. I decided, okay, like you were there saying, okay, you know what? I, I feel bad. I want to run you, get you to 70 quickly. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I don't mind that. I, I really am thankful that you guys are willing to do that. And um, I was trying to think of names. So I was like, okay, let's stick with the breakfast thing. I'm like, okay, I had pancakes. Well, I don't have enough room to name it like blueberry pancakes or something like right. that. Is what I wanted to do. So I looked at my kids and were like, oh, yeah, let's try French toast. <laughs> so I type in French toast and I get the error message that this name is well, I forgot what the exact message is, but basically it's offensive. <laughs> so Blizzard wouldn't allow me to put in French toast as the name of my character. That's awesome. I'm like, oh, awesome. I'm like, great. So I'm like, all right, let me think of something else. So I found omelet. So my new hardcore character is omelet. So we're going with the breakfast theme this season. And so omelets in there. You got you guys basically raced me up to level seventy, no problem. It took like twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. It, it was good. It was awesome. It was fun. I like because I hadn't had that experience of being like leveled up that quickly in a while. It was just fun to sit there. It's like you guys are leveling me. I'm up to like the level fifties, and it's still showing on my screen. You now hit level twenty-four. Here's your new abilities. <laughs> I'm like that was ten minutes ago, guys. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's hilarious. So as soon as that finished, I was like, okay, I've got mostly yellow gear. I have some, you know, a bunch of other items that I've saved from my previous run. So I'm like, I'll, I'll figure it out in the morning. Decided to just go to bed at midnight, call it, not get me killed because you guys spend enough time helping me already get back up to 70. And I was like, okay, so I'll log in the next day. I decided, you know, and I, I was kind of, I wasn't unhappy about anything in particular other than the fact that I was really starting to enjoy the build that I had. Mm-hmm. And I kind of talked about it last show what, what I did, but it was more like, you know, I had my second fence coming out, and I, I had the ring, you know, doing a ring of fi- um, of death several times, and then it was like throwing Haunt out. So it was kind of a mixture of a couple of different, you know, uh, set pieces. So really like two different set pieces. I think two-piece um, Dooney, and then two-piece, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, Jade Harvester. And then I had a couple of other items that were kind of cool. I'm like, all right. So it, it was a decent build. I felt comfortable with it. It felt fun. But I'm like, it's just not super powerful yet. Mm-hmm. Because like, even though I was running ter- Torment 8, I could only do about Torment 5 or 6 comfortably on my own. Well, yeah. because of this, you know, there's always a bright side to it. I had a bunch of set pieces, like three or four set pieces. I had already taken my Ring of Royal Grandeur and decided to transmute it. So that way I have it anytime I want it, even if I got killed. I'm like, thank God I did that. <laughs> I was so happy. So I was still sitting around four, so even with the Royal Ring of Royal Grandeur, I only have, you know, five set piece. So I ran a little bit the next day. I found that, you know, I had gear enough to get me into, like, Torment 1 without any issue. 
So it's just kind of run this sort of mongrel build of just throwing different spells out or whatever, slowing things down and killing him. So I decided, okay, I'm going to gamble a little bit with Kadala after a couple of runs. I did. I was lucky. I got, like, the gloves finally to complete the six pieces of Helltooth. Nice. Yeah, that I was like... Psyched. Um, Actually, no, it wasn't the gloves. It was the shoulders. And so now, I like, if because of this experience, I have a brand new build because I've never had, like, this many pieces of Helltooth before. And so I'm running the six-piece Helltooth, and oh my goodness... This is incredibly powerful. This really makes the Witch Doctor push further. And I'm just so happy because now, because of what I'm doing with it, I pretty much have some extra thing to allow me to have, like, um, build my extra cold damage. So I've got over 21 million um, toughness now. So I'm not feeling anything hit me. Um, I found out, like, the sweet spot for resistance is everything being over 1,200 resistance. Mm-hmm. It feels like so. I'm like, okay, great. So like, I'm really barely getting touched right now, and I'm like, okay, awesome. So I decided just to test it out, Torment One, just to see what was going on, because I really hadn't played with this style. So now I have, just trying to think uh, how I'm actually running it. Okay, so I have Pyro Guy, just to sh- you know something I lay on the ground, do a little bit of damage with my primary, just as a filler. Then I also have Acid Cloud, but doing the cold damage one. So it basically freezes everything, like chills it, and gives additional damage, so which is cool. But what I want to do first is I drop a ring of um, uh, death, but the cold version, and then follow that up with uh, wave mutilation from the piranhas. And then right after that, I can drop the ice uh, from the acid cloud. And all of a sudden, like I'm getting like 8 to 11 billion crits on things. I'm like, oh my god, I've never had this much damage before. Um, you know, even before, I was only doing like maybe 80 or 90 million crit damage, even with the previous build. So it's like, now I understand really why people are like, okay, six pieces, you have to have six pieces if you really want to push a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Because of just the, the, the amount of stacking damage that you get out of it. So that's the reason why like, I pushed those, those three in a row, because I'll do the the ring of death then follow that up with the wave of mutilation that sets up a lot of extra damage that whatever i drop my acid cloud on to do that and then i have my uh gargantuan out just to kind of help out and i was looking originally like the build that i was kind of looking at had okay you do fetish sycophant the problem is the spells that i'm doing are like one cast two cast three cast and then it's done and so it's not like a lot of additional damage where i could get like with you know, rain of frog or something like that, where you get a lot of ticks of damage. And so, I'm not, I wasn't getting out sick of it very quickly. So instead, I found, uh, I forgot what item I had. Oh, I know what it was. I took um, the homunculus uh, fetish and decided to transmute and take that out of, um, the ability out of it. So what it's doing is it's allowing me to have a uh, zombie dog every few seconds. So I mm-hmm. kind of build up my zombie dog a little bit. So that way, and those will stay out permanently until they die. You know, even at the basic one. So now I have at least a small group of, you know, pets to help kind of fend off while I'm hitting everything with all these other spells. And so it feels pretty good. I mean, it's nice and powerful. I also found, I have focus, and I found um, in that first run, uh, after I just hit the 70 the next day, um, a restraint, but an ancient version. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm like, awesome. So now I'm running both the Helltooth and the Focus and Restraint. 
And that's why, like, everything just melts and just gets destroyed. I've, I've just been playing around because I want to get used to it. But then we had the whole lag thing. I was listening on uh, Sunday night with uh, listening to The Last Westmark Workshop, and Nineball and Lieutenant Lunatic were, or, yeah, were talking about um, how the Helltooth, there's a known issue with that you know, causing lag issues. Mm-hmm. And parties where, you know, and it's not if you destroy it with one shot. It's usually if there's a tick or two of damage, then it lags everything. And I'm like, oh, great. So I've, I'm thinking, like, I really don't want to run this with other people yet because I don't want to be responsible for their death. But I'm, like, trying it out. And I wanted to try just to kind of confirm that. So yesterday I logged on. It was unplayable for me because I'd go into my hardcore character and I started playing with this. What would happen was, like, I'd cast a spell, like, the, the combination wait five seconds, and then things would start blowing up the guy on my screen, but I never saw the creatures appear. Oh, my goodness, that's scary. Yeah, so I'm like, and I honestly, I was like, at this point, I was like, screw it. I want to just see what's going on, because it was a greater rift, but it was like a greater rift torment one. So I felt like, even if I had some leeway, I would be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I finished the whole thing. I think I saw five monsters the whole time. Oh, my God. And I was like, forget it. I can't play this way. It, it must have been like, I was looking at it. It was like a thousand MS on... The, the latency and I was like forget it and that, so I said well maybe it's just the hardcore let me try my regular uh, regular um, softcore season witch doctor which I decided to just create and no it was lagging just as bad there so I was like well maybe it's my computer or a connection here but the other computer was working just fine there was no problem there like they were playing their games without any lag so I'm like okay maybe it's my computer so I shut my computer down started back up logged back in Still having the same issue, so I have no idea what was going on because they weren't playing Diablo; they were playing like Heroes or some stuff mm-hmm. on Steam. Yeah, there's, I I don't know if it's the servers are just overtaxed or they're starting to really show their age, mm-hmm. or Blizzard's getting hit with attacks. You know, there's so many different variables, or maybe just the backbone to where the server center is. You know, mm-hmm. maybe that was having issues. It's, it's. One of those things where, you know, you could do a trace route and, you know, find out where your packet loss is, but that's really not going to do a whole lot of good because it's one of those things that usually is just intermittent. So it's, mm-hmm. yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, but I logged on tonight and I, I was kind of scared at first because I logged on and everything, my latency was in the yellow, but then it popped right up to the green. And Isn't I just fun? ran Torment 4 um, riffs a couple times, no problem whatsoever. Oh, so I'm like, good. okay, I feel good. And like, at least it was fine to run so far tonight. So, who knows? Maybe mm-hmm. I'm just catching it at the right time. As I mentioned, I also created because I was kind of doing this last week before I even my character died. I wanted to have like a soft core um, character in case you know, because we have a mix in our clan of people that do hardcore and soft core. And I was like, you know, I'd like to have one at least 70. Even if it's not great, that way I can kind of run with some people if they wanted to. Because I kept seeing people say, hey, anybody want to run? And then like nobody else would respond. I'm like, oh, but I don't have a software. If I did, I would. Yeah, yeah. It's like, they're like, hey, anybody want to, you know, go do Ubers or T6 riffs? And you, you look and you're like, it's just the leaf. It's not the not the hardcore leaf. And you're like, oh, well, I know, can't help I'm... you. So I decided to level up and actually found it really quick to level up. I started doing a little bit with uh, P-Dog because he wanted to level up. Because he, I, I forgot what it is exactly they get. I think it's a mount or something yep, like that. Mouth but he wants mount. to get to level 70 so he can get his hero's mount. 
Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He's like, I like playing Diablo and stuff. He like, I like petering around in it, as he says. <laughs> but he really loves heroes, so that's why he wanted to do that. So I called my seasonal witch, uh, softcore witch doctor the Shakes. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course, the Shakes doesn't give a, a problem with Blizzard making allowing me to call that, but French Toast does. Yep. All right. So I decided to help P-Dog, and I'm trying to get his witch doctor, who, and he calls that seasonal puke. <laughs> <laughs> so he loves it, too, to get the 70 for that um, for the mount. Uh, right now, I think I was doing it while I was still in my level 50, so it wasn't like I was leveling him up really quickly, but it, well, he was starting to catch up. So now that I'm at 70, you should be able to kind of jump through him. And this kid, I swear, is born with a horseshoe up his ass. <laughs> All right? And, of course, I said it nicer when I wrote the notes. He was running around with me. And you know how, like, your lower levels, you don't always find a lot of legendaries? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, we're running. We're not running, like, anything difficult. It's, like, hard expert master level at the most at different times. And every run I was doing, he was getting one to three legendary drop. I was getting nothing. I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, you're only level 30. How many legendaries do you need? <laughs> he's like, I need them all. So I'm like, okay. And so he's like, just he was in his zone. He was having fun. And so he's like, Dad, I'm gonna ch- go over to talk to Kadala for a minute. I'm like, okay, sure. He goes, you know what? I've got enough to spend for one item. I'm feeling lucky legendary pants today. And I'm like, yeah, right. I'm like, you've gotten it all day. You're not gonna get anything from Kadala. And on what, that one roll, he gets the hammer jammer pants. <laughs> and he did, then he goes, Aryan Jesus, you can't touch this. <laughs> I'm oh like, my oh my god, you are amazing. I'm like, can you play my character a little bit just so he can get some gear finally? I know, seriously. But the thing is, like, I, for whatever reason, I'm, as I'm playing the software character, I cannot avoid dying. Really? I don't know what it is. I'm like, I don't feel like I'm playing any different than I would have as hardcore, but I just can't keep him alive. I'm like, <laughs> I was fine until like 50, and then somewhere from 50 to now, even in the 70s, and then I'm just running like Torment 1 or something. And it's not that I'm completely undergeared. It's just that I'll make stupid mistakes. I'm like, why would I? I'm like, why would I run into that? Or why would I go and get myself stuck in a corner when I never would do that usually? I have no idea. I just... Thankfully, it's not a hardcore. Yeah, it must be the subconscious coming through. It's like, oh, you don't have to worry about that. So, Oh, no kidding. It's like, oh, ridiculous. So, um, yeah, that was pretty much that full week uh, that I had. How about you? How was your week? Oh, so, yeah, I, I, was, I was wondering where I should begin with, with my, my tale of woe. And <laughs> I figured I'd start it off with, uh, yeah kind of threw away Brazia's pancakes and uh, feel really bad about that. But we decided, you know, let's crack some eggs. Let's go make an omelet. And, <laughs> and, and all is good. We, we had a t- nice, tasty omelet. And, 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 yeah, breakfast was served. So Only 20 minutes. After that, well, after that, um, you know, just over the weekend, I was just farming away doing bounties like nobody's business and i was i was accumulating all these materials and i remember last episode i was talking about how i was thinking about making a level 70 set and then removing the level requirements on it but i wanted full ancient so i was just farming materials 
And at one point, I think I got all the way up to 75 of each act material. And then I was like, oh, but I, I'm running out of room. Uh, but hey, you know what? Let's go complete my cube as best as I can. So then I started, you know, extracting all kinds of powers of stuff that I would never use. But, you know, the completionist in me was like, yeah, let's do this. So I think I went from 75 down to maybe about 63 or 62, something like that. And then I was like, ah, oh, I feel like I'm just spinning my wheels, you know? I really should get on the leveling train and level up some gems. So I started doing Greater Rifts, and Greater Rifts 40 seemed to be like the sweet spot. You know, I was, I was completing them in just under five minutes. So I was like, okay, this is good. This is very, very good. And uh, I forget forget what run number it was but uh, you know everything was fine i i wasn't experiencing any weird lag or anything and i was in a greater rift 40 and i'm in the sewers of act two that tile set and i go around a corner and i punch a bunch of monsters dot them up explode them and then i got and then i start running and then i notice that all the monsters around me are no longer moving no. i'm like i'm like oh no this is not good. So I was like, okay, hit escape. I'm like, okay. So I sat there for like a good 10, 15 seconds. I'm like, okay, hopefully it was, you know, just a weird lag spike. Hopefully, hopefully the game's caught up now. And so I hit escape again. Nothing's moving. I'm like, oh no, this is not good. Hit escape once more, back at the pause screen. And then I get kicked out to the login. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh no, this is not good. I was in a greater of 40. Oh, even if my character was there for 10 seconds, my character's pretty much done for. So I log back in, and I look at Noelle, and she's all ghosty. And I'm like, oh no. F you, Blizzard. Flip my desk, you know. I was like, god <laughs> dang it. It's like I, sh I knew this was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen because I have cheated death because of the Battle.net disconnects numerous times. Normally it wasn't in a greater of 40, you know, normally it was like maybe Torment 6, 7, something like that when I'm doing Torment 8. And uh, I was like, okay, this sucks. And I was really salty. Like I logged out of the game. I was like, all right, I'm going to go play some heroes for a little bit, you know, try to try to get into a different kind of zone because I was just thinking, oh, my goodness, I didn't build, I didn't, I didn't, you know, create my, my gear to level up a backup character. And I lost, uh, I think I lost three level, uh, three rank 40 and higher gems. Ooh. And... Oh, I forgot. Before the before all of this, you know, I had I had gone and done a greater of forty five, smashed that, did a forty six, smashed that. So you know, I was feeling pretty good about everything. And then it was a greater of forty that did me in because of a BattleNet disconnect. Uh. So I was like, all right, Game of Heroes. I'm like, okay, no, let's go. Sh let's you know, let let's go do something else. So I decided, all right, I'm going to go take a shower and everything and, you know, try to clear my head. And I was thinking, you know what? Maybe I'll just do softcore. Maybe I will. So I was in the shower and I'm thinking, yeah, you know what? Screw it. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm going to create a softcore character. Mm -hmm. And then, so after I finished my shower and got dressed and everything and sat back down, I'm like, all right, 
well, I don't really want to do a monk because, you know, I, I've been doing monks and if I did a monk in softcore, I, I think, I think I wouldn't be able to distance, distance myself enough from the salt. So I figured let's, you know, I want to do barb. So let, let's do a barb. And then I was like, but what am I going to name him? And then I was <laughs> thinking about it. And I, um, after our last show, I watched Wormwood Road of the Dead, saw my <laughs> doppelganger, exactly. Mr. J. Gallagher, and his character's name was Barry. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to name him Barry. So Barry the Barb was born. Nice. And so I was like, but I don't want to level, you know, slowly because if I were to do it solo, it would take me, you know, seven, eight hours. And I, I really, really was not into that. So I think I started just so that I could try to get maybe a helmet with a socket so that I could maybe get a gem and then ask somebody to power level me. I got to about level seven. I'm like, no, let's just see if anybody will power level me. It's softcore anyways. <laughs> so I have to give a big shout out to walk mayhem. He initially started the power leveling process and then death pod came in, I think around maybe 50, like late fifties, early sixties and helped finish off the power leveling. And they, they dropped some gear that dropped for them. And that helped me pretty much be, you know, do comfortably do torment one. I mean, it was a little slow, but it was it was doable. Mm-hmm. So that happened, and then I think I played a little bit more. And by the next day, I I wasn't having a whole lot of luck. I I think uh, I think Mayhem dropped a, the pants for the waist set. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm already one one piece towards six piece waist. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, nothing's dropping. Go to Katala. Nope, she's not giving me anything either. And then eventually I think I got uh, the I, the Immortal King's chess piece. Or no, 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 no. It wasn't the chess piece. What was the first piece that I got? No, it was pants. That's right. I got the Immortal King's pants. And then I got a helm. I'm like, all right, cool. Two-piece. Let's see. Let's look at the bonus. Oh, my call of the ancients will stay out until they die. Sweet. And then I remembered I was I was before I started this barbarian journey. I was like, well, I haven't played a barb since like early Reaper of Souls when I when I got him up to seventy. So I was like, uh, let, let's let's catch up. So I started watching some YouTube videos on like you know popular or you know builds that that would work for speed farming and stuff like that. And uh, pretty much the idea was to get two-piece IKs. That way, your Call of the Ancients, you would use the Ancient's Fury rune, which uh, every time they deal damage, you gain fury. So it more or less kind of gives you almost infinite fury. Not not always, but it allows you to sustain Whirlwind, no problem. So then I started spinning to win, and I started having fun. And then I'm like, all right, but... You know, I got to get this wreath of lightning up to rank 25 at some point. That way I can make, I can really go fast, you know? And then I was like, well, I also need Bolkathos. And, you know, there's, there's all this gear that I still need. And it wasn't dropping for me. <laughs> you know, I, I, Barry actually has two ancient one-handers. So he's not, you know, he's not doing too bad, but they're not the one-handers that I want. And, mm-hmm. uh, but, uh. You know, it's, spinning to win was working, but uh, 
like I was using Wrath of the Berserker and that helped against elites and everything because while Whirlwind is pretty great, it's not, you know, the most ideal spell for, you know, just smashing everything in the face, especially in I was pushing as high as I could comfortably. So I was doing Torment 5 and then I eventually got um I had the shoulder the ancient shoulders, I forget what they're called. But they will give your call of the ancients the ancient fury rune. So I'm like, sweet, I can switch my rune on that. So I think I did the all for one rune. I, I think that's what it's called, where damage will be split between you and the call of the ancients. So I'm like, all right, sweet. This is almost like I have a unity. So then I like, I immediately said, all right, let's go see how torment six is. And I was like, nope, <laughs> that ain't doable. <laughs> I don't have the DPS for torment six nor really the survivability. And then I was like, but I did have a puzzle ring drop, and I think I did that at Torment 3. So I got my boon in the hoarder and everything, and then gold was no longer really an issue. And so I eventually managed to get four pieces of IK, and now I can pretty much keep Wrath of the Berserker up maybe about 99% of the time. Because uh, the four pieces, every time you spend 10 Fury, you reduce the cooldown on Wrath of the Berserker and Call of the Ancients by, I think it's a second. So since you're always spending Fury, you know, always spinning, I, I was I was like, okay, sweet, this this is doable. And then I was like, oh, but it, yeah, I was, at first I was like maybe 80% uptime, and then I realized, wait, why don't I switch out one of my passives for the, um, oh, what is it, the Bolkathos passive, where it reduces the cooldown on Wrath of the Berserker and Earthquake by 30 seconds, or 30 and 20 seconds, something like that. So I was like, all right, sweet, that'll take the two-minute cooldown down to a minute and a half. So mm -hmm. it's like, it's like, okay, I think that's doable, you know? <laughs> and Definitely. Yeah, it, it enabled me to do pretty much, yeah, full-time Wrath of the Berserker and... And then I started just doing Greater Rifts at uh, 25, so Torment 6. That way I could get my Wreath of Lightning up to rank 25. Did that. And oh my goodness, when that procs, and I'm using um, Sprint, of course. That way, you know, when you're whirlwinding, you're moving faster. And I'm using the one with the uh, Tornadoes in your wake. And I switched, I actually switched my Whirlwind from the Lightning Rune, which is you'll gain one fury for every enemy you hit so mm -hmm. that, that's kind of like your sustain whirlwind but i was like but i want more damage and <laughs> i was like okay well i guess i'll do a mini version of the waste set so i switched over to dust devils that way i'm shooting out the tornadoes just like all the the you know wrath of the waste barbs are doing except theirs are doing 2500 percent weapon damage whereas mine's only doing 250 and oh. um <laughs> you know it's kind of a big difference it's kind of noticeable but oh. uh but they, it's uh, Torment Six is like just absolute. Just I, I can face roll the keyboard and, and just you know d nothing harms me. It's perfect. It's great. So I did that and I got up to I think it was um, Paragon One Thirty Six, and then I went to go pick up my daughter. That was like before pick, going to pick up my daughter. Came home today and then I'm like, you know what? I think my break from playing Diablo is over. Let, let's get back to playing Diablo for reals. And <laughs> I was like, okay. Created a monk. Named him Michael, which is my middle name. 
for for all you people out there. And uh, Epic Michael James, I understand. Yep. And so I was like, okay, let's go through and let's craft ourselves the set that I had figured out and written down. So I have two-piece canes, two-piece sages, and two-piece borns. And uh, the canes is the legs and head, the sages is the feet and hands, and the borns is the shoulders and chest. And then I um, crafted a, what is it, the fleeting strap belt, which gives you attack speed, and then reaper wraps for the bracers. And then, so that was eight pieces, and I removed the level requirements on them. Of course, I went through a lot of my materials. Now, now none of my act materials are even. They're like all over the place in terms of quantities. And I'm like, oh my goodness, my OCD, my OCD is freaking out right now. But uh, I think maybe about half the stuff, maybe a little bit more half than half of it was ancient. And so I'm like, sweet, you know, this is perfect. And then I was like, okay, but I still have one more rank 25 gem of these. What am I going to use it on? I was like, oh wait, I have a Leoric Signet. Perfect. So I re removed the level requirement off of that. Tossed the wreath of... Um, I had... Uh, let's see, what did I do? I think I re-rolled the main stat on the Leoric Signet. And went for a socket. And so I've got uh, min-max damage. Crit, crit hit chance and crit hit damage on the ring. So I figured, you know, that, that'll make it, you know, usable by any class. And I tried to do that with all of the gear. Like, I tried to make sure that it rolled vitality and something that I could re-roll into main stat or something like that. So that I, I went, with, went with that theme with all the gear, equipped it all, and then I took a screenshot and I posted it up on Twitter. But at that point, I hadn't put all my Paragon points in. And I'm like, okay, wait, 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 wait. So then I put all my Paragon points in, and at level 1, my damage was 745,000, and my toughness, because I was using an Ancient Grandfather, a two-handed sword, and then my toughness was 7.8 billion. <laughs> With a B. <laughs> 7.8 billion. I was like, wait, that seems a little high. <laughs> But it scales based on your actual current level. So at level one, the amount of hit points that I had, which was over 100,000, you know, that at level one, that just skyrockets your toughness. So so I was like, okay, I, I'm feeling kind of untouchable. So I set the game to Torment 6 and off I went. And then um, within minutes, I was like already level 40. And I was like, oh, wait, 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 wait. I screwed up on, on my my cube, or like at one point I for, forgot to um, equip a, a armor and a weapon power. So I, I went back to town and I was like, oh wait, I have an incense torch that I, I extracted. So I was like, all right, I'll do bells, bells for days. And then mm -hmm. I think I originally equipped the cinder coat and I was like, and then after I went back into the rift, I was like, wait, I don't really need the cinder coat <laughs> power. And I was like, wait. Leoric's crown, that way I can double my flawless royal ruby in my helm. And I think I got to about level 64, and that's when things really started to just slow down. Because the build that I was using wasn't quite set up, you know, perfect for doing Torment 6. <laughs> you know, even though I had the DPS, you know, there, there wasn't a whole lot of... Um, synergy between the skills and my items because you know 
all of my set bonuses were more or less oriented towards bonus experience and I was like yeah yeah this isn't quite uh, this isn't quite perfect for you know just flying through torment six so I at one point I was in a rift and I think this was a mistake I, sh I should have just been doing halls of agony three um, mm -hmm. especially once I got into the, you know the late 50s and early 60s because I got into a rift and then I got to the point where I had maybe six seven eight packs chasing me and I was able to kill a couple of them but you know I I didn't have the spirit region to constantly keep dropping bells and I was like maybe I should go on with a furnace but who knows and then I was like okay let's get to the next level get to the next level immediately greeted by monsters I'm like oh crap so like I'm dashing around I'm like all right where's the next level down and then I see uh -huh. I see the obelisk I'm like oh crap this is the last level in the rift I'm like oh great I already have you know I'm dragging around three or four packs of monsters chasing me as a motorcycle goes by extremely loudly wow yeah that's it can't sound like what you did in the rift, right? Yeah, I know. And so I'm like, oh crap, oh crap, because I'm like, I I, I couldn't find a safe place to portal out. And I'm like, all mm. right. I was like, wait a second, I have Epiphany, maybe I can do it. So I hit Epiphany, I go up to the obelisk, and a monster hits me. I'm like, oh yeah, that, that doesn't work. So then I dash out, and with like my last 12 seconds on Epiphany, I was like, Wait a second. I think I can just teleport out, and an epiphany will keep, will prevent that from getting interrupted. So I was able to portal out. I'm like, oh, thank goodness, because if I had lost that gear, folks, <laughs> mm. I was like, I don't know what I would have done because I spent so many hours farming up all those materials and doing all the gems and you know hours of investment. Oh yeah. So. At that point, I'm like, all right, let's drop the torment level down. That way I can actually kill with some speed because at that point, even even just the trash mobs were, were, they were durable enough that it was taking multiple bells to kill them. I'm like, okay, this isn't, this isn't feasible. So I dropped it down to torment four and I think I was at level 66 at that point. And uh, yeah, I think I did a rift and near the end of the rift oh i got hamlin as the guardian i'm like okay this sucks because it, it, it i had to keep moving around because of his stupid rat piles i was like mm -hmm. oh this it, it it was it was a battle i mean never was i in danger of dying but it was just super slow going i'm like you know what i yeah let's not do rifts like let's just go somewhere where i know that there's good density with easy mobs you know and if something happens i know i can more than likely get away so after completing that rift and closing it it bumped me up to level 68 i'm like all right sweet so then i just started doing halls of agony and i dinged level 70 so now i am back i am back folks level 70 i have i I had a full set of Ulianas already saved up as backup gear. I still had a Lion's Claw and a Fist of Asterisk. So I'm like, all right, sweet. And I still had a Focus and Restraint, so sweet. <laughs> so, yeah, my my hardcore monk, Michael, he is already capable of doing Torment 6 like nobody's business and probably Torment 7 and 8. And uh, I'm sitting at Paragon 506 at the moment in hardcore. 
and I'm back now. And Lantonio, <laughs> even though he's not here, um, I I will spoil a little bit of his inform- of his what he's been up to at just a small amount because I don't okay. really know what all he's been up to. But he did hit level seventy with his puke doctor. Right on. Woo! And uh, puke doctor love. Yep. And I think he uh somebody was offering a power level on softcore so he got a softcore character leveled up as well oh, so, nice. so we're all playing both so jen i guess jen needs needs to also do a softcore character now but yep. uh nah she she's fine with what she wants to do yep so yeah and uh i i think i have like four puzzle rings and lantonio he was like hey man you know, can can you just open those portals? And this was after my monk had died, and before I had my third hardcore monk, <laughs> up to seventy. I was oh, like, wow. well, I guess I could, but then I was like, but I want to do those. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, all right, cool. And I think I have five of each machine. So I, at some point, I do need to do ubers that way because the only slot that i did not have anything equipped in was the second ring slot which if it was a hellfire ring i could have leveled up even faster because i think um when when my monk hit level 70 i looked at it at the time elapsed and he was an hour and 13 minutes old oh my god and i was like well but i spent like a good 20 30 minutes you know crafting all the gear so it probably you know it took me a little under 45 minutes to get him from 1 to 70 and i screwed up so many different times there's so many things that i could have done better so i i think i can do it in probably you know half an hour for sure now if i had done you know like a monk oriented set then i probably could have done it really 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 fast because there was this video of a barb who you know, remove the level requirements on like a full Wrath set, Wrath of the Waste, and he went into the not a cow level, and like he went from one to fifty, like in no time flat. And then he was like, then he started doing riffs, and he did like from sixty to seventy, and it only took him ten minutes to go from one to seventy. So definitely possible. So um, before we move into the tweeters and our mm-hmm. audible ad. I did want to do a little bit of housekeeping. Our clan, we're starting to get close to the capacity for the clan. So we're going forward, um, we're going to institute a policy where if you haven't logged in in the past 90 days, and um, I think we will probably remove you, mainly just to keep room for you know folks, because we I've added like four or five people just this week. Mm. So I mean, we're, we're getting pe- new listeners all the time. And some of them already have clans, so that's cool, so they join our community. But some of them, you know, they, they don't have a clan, and, and they're looking to play with other people. So, you know, we're, we're, we want to keep the clan with active people. So if you haven't logged in within 90 days, then, you know, you'll likely be removed. But, of course, if you come back, you know, later on and there's room in the clan, you are we will re-invite you, no problem. You know, no questions asked. So, just a little bit of housekeeping, because, yeah, I think we're at, like, 140 now. So mm-hmm. we're, we're starting to get close to that 150 cap, which, come on, Blizzard, make it 200, you know? Our yep. Battle.net friends list is 200, so 
Although it used to be 100. But <laughs> yeah, so no, it'd be good if they can do that. And we definitely, you know, we want to encourage people to keep coming back and playing. So if you had to take a break for whatever reason, go ahead and reach back out to us. We're more than happy to invite you. Yep. Um, I know what you were doing the other day was anybody who hasn't been on for like a year and a yeah. year and a half, it, they're, they're gone from the guild. So we opened up some space there to invite more people. And we keep seeing like all the time, you know, 14 to 20 people are on. Yep. Even when I get up like super early in the morning and I have nothing else to do and I'm sitting here at like six in the morning my time and look, you know, looking on there, there's at least five or six people on at that time. Yeah. So it's definitely been pretty busy since uh, season four started. Yeah. Definitely encourage it. We're what? We're about a month into the season and we still have this kind of activity. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that speaks volumes to how good patch 2.3 ha- has been to the game. I mean, mm-hmm. it's 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 such a different landscape now. You know, everybody's, you know, getting to tournament six, you know, is pretty darn easy now i mean i'm seeing people who you know barely were scratching it doing torment and now they're doing like torment six you know or even higher you know like uh fim i think he he was doing torment six sevens the other night on although he i think he was playing his softcore tune at the time but uh you know he also ventured into the land of the hardcore so i'm I'm happy to see all these people trying out hardcore for the first time as well Mm mm-hmm so, yeah, it's been great, and um, yeah, we uh, we're pretty much because of Cyberwolf and the fact that most most of the folks, um, you know, from from when there was the lull of activity, a lot of people stopped going on Mumble, but uh, you know, Cyberwolf and his buddies in the who used to be in the Diablo II clan and everything, um, he set up his team speak, and they were all over there, and now. He prefers TeamSpeak over Mumble because Mumble's codecs suck, or I, I forget exactly what he said. He said Mumble just sucks. So um, I've been <laughs> been getting more and more people over onto TeamSpeak, and the details are up on the website and also in the uh, clan uh, news section. Cyberwolf pinned the information so you can find it there. So I've been trying to hop on TeamSpeak more frequently, and it's it's so much more fun when when you can just shoot the S with everybody, you know. Yep. And oh, just it's, this is like, this is this is like you know the golden era of Diablo three right now. It's like mm-hmm. I think this is the best. Obviously, this is the best the game has ever been, but I think this moment in time, you know, when, when we're reflecting back on Diablo, uh, Diablo three. You know, a decade from now, we're going to think back to, you know, patch 2.3 and the addition of the cube and how amazing the game was at, after that point. You know, mm-hmm. just like when, when we look back with our rose tinted goggles at Diablo 2 and Lord of Destruction and, you know, all the different patches that that, that game went through. You know, it's like we, we look back at Diablo 2 and like herald it as this, you know, untouchable game. And for me, Diablo 3 has completely usurped for me at least you know that pedestal that i used to you know hold diablo 2 on and yeah it's just i'm i'm having so much fun in the game now there, there's so many different things you can do and you can push so far <laughs> it's uh-huh. it's just it's so much fun just to completely annihilate everything and just you know oh god it's it's so good and the challenge is still there folks i mean it's not like 
you know, even because people are, you know, speedrunning greater of 50s that, you know, that lol, you know, the game's too easy now. No, you know, people are, they're pushing into the mid 70s and higher. Some, I think a four man group did a 78. And, oh, oh wait, wow. No, actually, I think they've done a 79 now. That same group that did the 78 that I mentioned last week. You know, it's uh -huh. just, it's insane. Absolutely insane. So, yeah, I'm, I'm so happy to be playing Diablo right now. It's like, uh, when, when I'm, whenever I'm out and about, which isn't as often as, as I used to be, but, um, and I run into other Diablo folks, it's like, it's like, oh, how, how, how is Diablo now? It's like, dude, you, you have to come back. That it's mm -hmm. pretty, it's pretty much what I tell everybody. It's like, you have to come back to the game. The game is the best that it's ever been, ever. So, exactly. And I mean, we just keep, it keeps building. Uh, you always kind of like figure out like what is going on with the game and how popular it is and you know how's it the player base feel because do they keep coming back day after day week after week and right now since this patch has dropped and then the season dropped right after it uh, people just keep coming on and keep mm -hmm. playing it's not like we're sitting there going after four weeks hey man we feel burnt out which we have in the last couple seasons yeah it's people like would, but we I, don't. We keep playing more and more, and still, like, oh my gosh, it, it's almost like that crack again of playing Diablo. I can't wait to what's around the next corner. What am I killing next? What's the next legendary? Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's a great feeling. Perfect place to be. Yeah, and I, I think I definitely haven't hit that burnout phase yet at all, and I, I think it's because I, I haven't quite hit my ceiling in turn, or like my quote unquote ceiling. Uh, you know the. When I get to a certain point in terms of power level, um, you know, like, I achieve all my goals and everything, and then you know, at that point, I think, if I'm still playing a whole lot, then maybe I'll start to feel the burnout. But I haven't, I haven't, I haven't hit that ceiling yet. So, you know, I think my goal, I definitely want to do a greater of 50. And I, that's definitely plausible. Definitely, definitely plausible. And uh, probably well beyond it. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how the rest of the season goes. But, uh... Man, what what a great time to be playing. So let's talk about our sponsor, uh, which is Audible. You can go to bit.ly slash sspbook to get a free audiobook. That way, you know, when um, may, maybe you can't hop onto TeamSpeak, but you want to listen to something, you know, you, you, can, you can download Nate Kenyon's The Order or any other title that they have, which they have over 180,000 titles. So I'm sure you'll be able to find something that will, you know, suit your fancy. But when you go to bit.ly slash sspbook, you will get a 30-day free trial, and you will get access to all of their member offers, as well as digital versions of the New York Times and Wall Street Journal. And if you do continue your membership past that 30 days, Every month you'll receive a credit to also use on over 180,000 titles. So go to bit.ly slash sspbook to get a free audiobook today. So we got actually quite a lot of tweeters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, so Brasia, why don't you start us off? Absolutely. First one starts with from Ace Fisher. He said, so I spent a couple of hours getting power leveled in Diablo with at Shattered Stone members. My witch doctor is now further geared than my crusader. Yes. <sighs> we are taking over the world. I feel like it. So, at Diablo official uh, 
Twitter responds, It's amazing how much faster it is the second time around in a season. Congrats! And I follow that up with, Congrats, and what an awesome community. Yep. And of course, Nevik mm. um, responds with, Translation, I've had enough pukage. It's time to delete the pute doctor and play a real class. Yep, here, here. <laughs> that guy knows what's up. I'm sure he does, but then I responded to Nevix is jealous of all the witch doctor shaking. Yeah, those hips don't lie. No, they don't. And of course, Grand Nagus followed that up with, What? There is a class other than a witch doctor? No, can't be. Alright, let's see. Let me remove Grand Nagus from my friends list and uh, kick him oh. from the clan and ban him from... The team speaks, or oh, I know I'm just no, no, no. You're welcome in my team speak and my clan anytime you want. Well, technically, it's <laughs> Cyberwolves. So. Okay, <laughs> I know it's not mine, it's Cyberwolves, but still, you know, if I have to go there, I will. Uh, if, if I have to bring down this, you know, this iron fist, I will do it. Exactly. <laughs> so, next tweet is from Quintus Relic, and he says, At Shatterstone, I accidentally got my wife level. 39 hardcore demon hunter killed the other night. Uh oh. Killing the wife's demon hunter, not a good idea. Yeah. And he continues saying, I still feel awful, of course. Um, at least my level 59 wizard survived. Ooh, yeah. that's even worse. Yeah. I, I wonder if he felt awful um, because he had to sleep on the couch that night. Yeah, that, that kind of hurts your back. Yeah. Wake up with a crink in your neck and your back aches and yeah. Well, hopefully she's okay and you get the next uh, demon hunter leveled up. Yeah. Without any problem. Let us know. Uh, next tweet is from Ace Fisher again. He says at Nevik James at Shatterstone. That witch doctor is killing it this season. Got a full set for the first time in a season. I'm already at 25 plus Greater Rift solo. <sighs> Well, no, I have to agree with him. I'm like, it just, I feel so much more powerful right now than I ever have. And I'm kind of glad that they got rid of that. You know, I know some people really liked having a lockdown um, build, but I really never did. I, I prefer to do the damage. My That's lips, they hurt real bad. Yeah. So. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, then the next tweet from Karova. He's at Shatterstone. Hooray, Ding 70. Yay! Amazing. Yay! Amazing and new, the slew of achievements when you play your first character on a new realm. Yep. And he's oh, playing, right. uh, for the record, he's playing the master class, um, Hardcore Monk. From all the way from across the pond. I know. He's, he's, um, he's daring. Very, very daring. And he says he, uh, sorry, he followed it up with, Got the cube now off the bounties. Yep. I wonder. Wonder what. I don't think he lets us know how far he got in terms of torment levels. Mm -hmm. But uh, he's having fun, so that's good. Yeah, he's doing very well. So uh, hey, keep it up. Next tweet is from at Panarea. Uh, I want to join a major D three community like at Shatterstone. But I feel like maybe they still think I'm a total new cake. Not worth the time. Mm. <laughs> no, never. No, not at all. At Wonkelberg, followed hit that tweet up with delicious new cake. With a, you know, tongue, a tongue sticking out. Yeah. 
And then, of course, Nevik James followed that up with, we'd be ecstatic to have you in the clan and community. Oh, wait, you play a puke doctor. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I told you we're going to take over the world. We'll take over yeah, the clan. She also plays one of those dirty warlocks, from what I've heard. Oh, well, no, that, that's okay. <laughs> play, be, be as dirty as you want. Your witch doctor, warlock, I don't care. <laughs> um, so next from uh, Ponderier and she says actually she prefers Dot Doctor with a big smiley face the puke just gets me more gem levels <laughs> Oh, nice <sighs> so much pukage going on right now yeah so then uh, Karova new tweet says at Shadowstone Actually, there's one other game I am playing as much as Diablo. Sorry, at Nevik James. It is Hearthstone. Oh Fast my goodness, what is going on? This show is turning on me right now. Uh, <laughs> First, all this puking and now Hearthstoning. Oh my goodness. I know, and before you know it, we'll all be drinking white, white wine. Well, that's, that's fine. <laughs> I, I love white <laughs> wine. <laughs> You're just turning everything right on its head. Yeah, yeah. So the next uh, tweet is from Jesse at Hometown Hero, 008. Rank 560 on a Crusader leaderboard. Not bad for a filthy casual at Shatterstone. Yeah, he is pretty filthy now, isn't he? Yeah. Mm. He's also a fan of those, you know, that, that NFL team called the Falcons. They're, they've been known as the Dirty Birds. So. Right, the Dirty Birds for a long time. Yeah. So. Next is, uh, he follows his own tweet up with, Make that rank 340. Crusader leaderboard at Shatterstone. Alright, good job. Yeah. Although, when you look at the Crusader leaderboard, you're like, wow. Only, in order to break into the top 100, all you have to do is like a greater if 38? 40? <laughs> oh, like, really? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the Crusader, despite getting, you know, hammers and becoming hammered ins, not super popular th this season so far, at, at least in hardcore. Huh. So, well, um, that tweet was followed up by Leviathan saying, "Keep climbing." And then uh, Walkman Eight—that's Reclaw, right? Yeah, that's Reclaw. And he says, "Kick booty." Just realized that you should totally be doing the Witch Doctor Angry Chicken build. <sighs> Hashtag Chick Magnet. I mean, it makes sense because you know his. Jesse's beard is a chick magnet, so. Oh. <laughs> but um, yeah, that that's a reference to a, a picture on 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 the tweeters, where uh, he has three baby chickens on his chest and arms and stuff. So. Oh, yep. So he is a chick magnet, huh? <laughs> yep. So I'll I'll pick up the remainder of the regular tweets, and the next one came to us from this Nevik James guy, and um, uh. Note to the editor, Sean. There's going to be an edit here. F***ing hell! Rest in pancakes. Pancakes? Can't believe at the underscore braced, braced puke doctor died while I was running with him. Unhappy face at Shattered Stone. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And then, oh, uh, you're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Smoochdy responded, who I... She's my wife. So, spoilers. She says, must have been why I heard a gasp. Yeah, she, I audibly gasped when it happened. I shared that with my wife, and she thought it was hilarious. She's like, oh my goodness. So, 
at the same moment that that happened, his wife knew something bad happened. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. yep. Yeah, my wife was all the way out in the living room, and I was in the office, so I gasped that loudly. <laughs> uh, and then that got followed up. Uh, our, our dear Jen, who couldn't make it on account of, you know, being drugged up on tons of Benadryl, said, Oh no, pancakes got flattened. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> yeah. And then Lieutenant Lunatic, our good friend over at the Westmarch Workshop, and he said, Rip, my friend. Unhappy face. And then Leviathan, otherwise known as S.A. Stewart 111 on Twitter, said, Rip, unhappy face. And then <laughs> the underscore Brazier responded, and he said, Thank you, everyone. Quick power level last night. Now, six piece, health two. So, Rock on. I think pancakes were just holding you back, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, pancake was just the like the first part of my meal. Now the omelet, oof, it tastes delicious. Oh man, the other day we went to IHOP and I got <laughs> I got the split decision. I got pancakes and French toast. Oh, so good. Ooh. Oh, now now I'm craving fr- pancakes and French toast. Too bad you can't name your character French toast. Right. It's so yeah. offensive. Yeah. Yeah, we we might actually have to change the show title to Offensive French Toast. Something like that. <laughs> so Karova sent us another tweet and he said at Shattered Stone, first time in Team Speak, experienced live the death of the underscore Brages. Ahem, who shall not be named in Nevik James's presence. Well th- thank that you, was that whole experience was funny. I mean, I look back at it and I'm just like, really? <laughs> I, I think there were a few curse words that must have been said. I don't even remember it. I just remember, okay, I died. And you guys leveled me up in 20 minutes. And I was like, okay, ready to go again. Yeah. Uh, I wish I was on TeamSpeak at that moment. But, oh well. I think you were the only one. Because it was like, Cyber was on there, Reclaw. Ian and Ikarova and like a bunch of other people and yep. it happened and all of them at the same time said what the yeah <laughs> oh man so yeah because I was the only one not on TeamSpeak it was definitely my fault then <laughs> so on TeamSpeak. EY Edgar 0111 sent us a tweet and he sent this to at SA Stewart 111 and at Shattered Stone is it just me, or are Happy Meals ultra rare this season? Geared enough for Torment 10 plus, 300 plus Paragon, and not even one? Wow, that sucks. But 300 Paragon, that's... Uh, I, I was averaging, I think maybe back in Season 2, when I had the most amount of luck with my Happy Meals. I think I got 4 or mm-hmm. 5. And I ended that season at Paragon 527, I think I want to say. I mean, it averaged out to being, you know, about one every 100 Paragon levels, but it didn't start off that way. Like, it started... It's like, sometimes you just get the string of a whole bunch of them dropping. Yep. And, uh... But, yeah, they are rare. I've only had one drop for me this season. Yeah, same here. And I'm sitting at Paragon 506. But, uh... Yeah, Leviathan responded and he said, "Took us a while before we started seeing him." And he's, I guess, he's using the, you know, the for, the what is it, the plural we, formal we, because mm-hmm. he's in more or less. Uh, he's been running in groups a whole lot, especially with Lala. And, oh yeah, and Nine Ball and 
Lieutenant Lunatic, and uh, let's see, three days. Who else has he been running with? A couple of other people that I can't remember the names off the top of my head. But uh, he he follows that up with, uh, but I think I've had 18 plus at this point. You're making mm. friends, Leviathan. That's what you're doing. Making friends. But yeah, I mean, pass he, along a little of those Ramalama ding dongs this way. He, I mean, he is almost Paragon 800, so. Or, oh. or did he hit it? I'm not sure. I didn't check today. So he's up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. He, he's not playing very much. Don't he, worry he, about it. Yeah, he's, you know, just a little bit. He, he's doing some work, though. So EY Egger 111 responded one last time, and he said if there was only some way of trading Rama gifts, you know, like some kind of auction place, happy face. Yeah, that's not happening again. Uh, no, because if we did that, the drop rates would plummet on everything, and we would all not be super happy because we wouldn't be finding the stuff that we want, and we'd have mm. to go to the auction house where we, we would feel compelled, and then you would also get, um, you know, all the popular streamers. You know, they they would be getting fed all these items. So of course, yeah. So I much prefer the self-found uh, trade with people in your game method that we have currently. It's a lot more satisfying, I think. So we have a, res- a new tweeter, Twitter, tweeterer at us. It's from Booty Cakes, and the O's in the booty was uh, zeros. And he says, at Shattered Stone, great podcast. Keep up the great, or no, it was great work. Good work. So we're oh. not quite great, but we're good. I'll take, booty cakes. I'll take hey, it. I'll take it. I like booty cakes. Yep. And then EY Edgar 0111 sent another tweet, and he says, At Network James, at Shattered Stone, at the Westmark Workshop. Should I swap weapons? No Happy Meal, so I have to roll one for a socket. So he took a screenshot, and he's got two fists of Azterosk. Uh, his huh. equipped fist is a non-ancient, and his... Uh, fist that he was thinking of swapping to was an ancient fist and i mean it's 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 400 dps more but the exploding palm percentage on the ancient is only 77 percent which it rolls from 75 to 100 and then the the exploding palm percentage on his non-ancient was 96 percent so yeah i mean it's maybe feasible that the extra DPS provided by the ancient you know might be good but I mean that's that's a huge difference I mean we're talking you know what 19% mm-hmm. so I told him I, I responded and I said the non-ancient will outperform based on the difference on the exploding palm percentages and then he responded one last time and he said thanks Nevik that's what I thought unhappy face I know, you get an ancient and it's like, oh, it's just missed one thing on me. Yeah, yeah, it's like a near miss. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, not a near miss, a near hit, I, I think was the terminology that Droth Vader came up with that I really liked. You know, when you get an, when you get an ancient, but it's not a good ancient. <laughs> right. Or, or you get, you get the item that you've been looking for, but it's not an ancient. <laughs> and the rest of your gear is, or something like that. But uh, our next tweet came to us from Scanline75, and he said, Just hit 70 in Season 4 Hardcore. Wow. Took him a while. In Diablo, all solo. Wow. With 11 hours of active playtime on my 
witch doctor. Blast yeah. to level to level at Shattered Stone. Wow, 11 hours. Did he fall asleep mm. at some point? Oh, if he did, it wouldn't be alive. Well, if he was in town, maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, he'd probably just screwing around. Yeah. Recklaw followed that up, and he says, Hell yeah! Loving the... Oh, witch doctor this season. Oh my god, this is like the best season of Diablo ever. Everybody's playing a witch doctor. Lots of fun, poisonous options. I am physically feeling ill right now, folks. <laughs> oh my god. And, oh, the next tweet came to us from Simple underscore Destro, and he says, Nevik seems jealous of the voodoo vomit. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, it hurts just saying this. Just saying. Oh. At Nevik James, at Shattered Stone, at KSB Podcast. Awesome. And then KSB Podcast responded and he said, I almost rolled a monk for my hardcore achievement, but didn't. Went Crusader instead. Oh. Well, he was super happy about the Hammerden build, so that's cool. And then Simple Destro responded to KSB Podcast and said, I have a 70 heal monk softcore and a low level hardcore monk that I am leveling. They are fun. Oh, all of a sudden, Finally, all that relief. nausea just went away. I feel a lot better. Oh, my goodness. It's this amazing a... what a little spirit will do, right? Oh, it's been a, it's been a roller coaster <laughs> ride so far to get through these tweets. And then Tested Ferox, I think that's how you pronounce Ferox, says, At Shattered Stone, now that, oh, my goodness, now that I am a puke doctor... I can play the game AFK and let my army of minions kill everything. That's right. Oh. That's the goal. Have 29 to 30 minions and let them do it all. Man, I was feeling <laughs> so good just a second ago. Oh, man. Oh, I'm feeling wonderful. I don't know what your problem is. And if Lantonio comes on, <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow, I may not make it through the show, folks. We'll see. Oh, boy. Oh, so... As per usual, I didn't really think I didn't have a good question on the show, and honestly, I don't think I did it. I don't think I knocked it out of the park with this one. But uh, just today, sent out the tweet on our show account and said, "Have you created a seasonal alt? And if so, how goes their progress?" And uh, I guess I was inspired by the fact that I rolled a barb, and I was wondering if anybody else, you know, was maining one character and decided, you know what? We're about a month in. I, I, I need something. I need something different. So, Brazier, why don't you res why don't you read the responses that we got? Awesome. I think I'm gonna like the first one. First is from at Retro One Cherry. Said second hardcore witch doctor. For <sighs> the inevitable happens. Loving my puke doctor this season. Wormwood, Helltooth, and Acid Cloud destroying stuff. Oh my goodness! I feel sick. <clears throat> Love you. Next is um, Reclaw. He says, I've solo leveled a few alt and had a few power levels after bad death. Even made a gas softcore alt for fooling around with. Wow. I, it seems like we all have softcore tunes this this um, season. And I, I know using the term tunes is a little controversial in the Diablo uh, oh really? Yeah, because <laughs> whatever. Know, that that's a Warcraft term, folks. I Good suppose. Tunes. So characters, tune, yeah, heroes. I don't care. 
Yeah. Nephilim. I, I, I like tunes because it's easier to say than characters. And yeah. cars is, you know, doesn't sound Car. right. And heroes is that that's that's a heroes of the storm thing, so Oh like cars? Yeah. No, oh. not heroes. Oh, okay, heroes. Yeah, that's yeah. heroes. I guess the best thing would be Nephilim. Most accurate. That's, I would almost go but with that's a mouse first. But yeah. Uh, but you know, and you say cars, I think of like Lightning McQueen. <laughs> oh, okay. anecdote. My son has been, uh, he has this little Lightning McQueen, and it's <laughs> like a little, um, you know, like rubberized Lightning McQueen. And he'll stick it in an Easter egg, and then he'll be like, Daddy, guess what's in the egg? But you gotta go find it first. And then, <laughs> and then I'll find it, open it up. Oh, hey, it's Lightning McQueen. It's the same thing that's been in there for the past two days. Sweet. Uh, tangents, awesome. folks. We got plenty of them. Of course. Uh, next tweet, which responds to the question, is from Skullbash1241. No seasonal alt for me yet, but I'm getting some things ready to start a Witch Doctor really soon. Oh my god! Yes! We will take over the show! Oh my goodness. <laughs> next tweet is from Kagurai Le Bleu. Not yet. Simply not enough gaming time to really work on one. Haven't even started uh, Torment 6 yet. Oh. You'll be there soon, my friend. Yeah, I think his fiance's been tying up his uh, monitor by playing these games, these old games. Oh. So, that and he's probably working, getting ready for, you know, the wedding, which I don't... I wonder if they set a date yet. I don't think he has, but... uh, they're engaged, so yay! Yay! Congratulations! Awesome. Uh, next tweet is from at Fire Mage Kane. My seasonal alt is called Bank, and he is quite close to quote unquote max level. <laughs> Let's see. I think if we read between the lines, I think that means he's using a second character to store gear, and he's exactly. almost full up too. I have one that does that and he's called Mule <laughs> <laughs> so let's see so the next one is at Gorgonzer he says started with a softcore barb geared him out then caught the hardcore bug and have, yes. a, have a geared Ulianas monk and yes. fresh 70 demon hunter yes Ulianas monk mm. Gorgonzer I love you love you <laughs> well played so the next tweet is from Isom4498. said, not really an alt, but after leveling my softcore wizard, I decided to try hardcore for the first time. Oh my goodness. The sure to let, let I'm sorry, sure to live monk. Yes, another monk. All right. We're, pu- there we're, you go. we're pulling it back, folks. The show is coming back. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling better. See, feeling hey, feeling energized. Those... Oh, all that nausea and and sickness and yuckiness is it's all fading away two people in a row went hardcore and are playing monks there you go this is good i heard everybody has to at least have one monk oh my goodness they are that that seven-sided strike pill man that is that is pretty crazy fun and then i forgot i like i heard it on the westmark workshop and i can't remember what what it is but is it the oleanas or something that like doubles their seven-sided strike yeah, that's the Lion's Claw. The Lion's Claw, okay. Yep. And I'm like, oh my god, that's awesome. I can just imagine that 14-sided strike. <laughs> yep. 
exactly. Yeah, and the six piece makes, or is it the four? Yeah, the four piece I believe is uh, makes your seven sided strike deal its full damage on each hit. So when you double the amount of strikes, mm. yeah, it's yeah, it's good, very very good. So yeah. before we jump into our emails, did want to remind everybody that we are running a Patreon campaign where you can help support the show. You can become a patron of the Shattered Soulstone by going to Patreon.com/Soulstone and making a monthly pledge. Each and every pledge is greatly appreciated. Thank you, everybody, who is continuing to support the show. I love you all. Love you. We do, too. As long as you're and not playing is, a he... puke doctor. Oh, I no, should... no. You still love them, even if they play a puke doctor. Uh, well, you know, sometimes... Closet love, I understand. So, sometimes you like you like that vibration coming from their shaking. That's all I... I'm going to say. So, yeah, so we got an email... <laughs> And I'll I'll do the, you know what, Brazia, I'll let you do the honors because it's from none other than Funktropus. Oh, Funktropus, I am excited. Hello, stonered shells, <laughs> soul shatters. Wow. What? Well, let me start over because this was awesome opening. Hello, stonered shells. <laughs> I can't even do it. It's, <laughs> it's like the alliteration's killing me. Stonered soul shatters. Yeah. Shat or get off, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> soul shattered. The stoner soul shattered. Briefly, work exploded. Diablo time imploded. Brain fields bloated. Email not unloaded. Oh. Oh. I was so tempted to start a seasonal character. I was actually online when the season started, and my clicker finger started itching. But I knew what was coming. Mega Tsunami Wolf Cano. Wolf volcano like Sharknado, only different. Ferret aim. Ooh, at first Ooh. I thought that anal. Um, <laughs> hurricane with ferret. Ditto. <laughs> because of the exclamation mark. Oh my exactly. goodness. Exactly. Oh wow. I didn't. I yeah. I just noticed that too. In other words, I am a college professor, and the semester started. Can you guess which subject? Hmm. hmm. I'm gonna say physical education. He's got to. He's got. He's got to be the ping pong coach, right? Animal weather pattern. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lantonio, quit playing card. Yes, Professor Funktropus. Oh, thanks, thanks, Professor. I guess. I guess now we have to call him Professor. Can't exactly. Just, yeah. From now on, he is Professor Funktropus. He's no longer Professor just Funktropus. Funk yeah. He, yeah. Wait, 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 That means he's a professor of funk. That means he's a music teacher. Ooh, maybe. And and he or a teacher. musical animal. I just downgraded him from pattern. professor to teacher. How dare I? He's Wrong. a music professor, and he yeah. teaches funk. So. And weather patterns with animals. Yeah. Okay. That's his side job. Moonlights. Oh yeah. So our next <laughs> novella, as um. Oh, I omitted that tweet from their tweeters, but that's okay because uh, it was just a tweet from Kagurai LeBlue letting us know that he had dropped a novella on us. So here it is. Oh, nice. Email from Kagurai LeBlue. He says, Hello, friends. LeBlue here. And I heard y'all talking a little bit about the solo versus multiplayer debate that is currently running around the community. I am predominantly a solo player when it comes to Diablo 3. In fact, this entire season I've played entirely solo. 
Oh, he must be so lonely. Let's. let's I think that's what solo means. Yeah. To me, Diablo is a far more pure experience when played solo. I I see where I, I totally agree with that. Uh, you, mm-hmm. it's like when you're playing solo, you feel like everything that that you drops for you, it's like you've earned it. You know, instead of mm-hmm. sometimes you know you're playing a four player group and just like, oh hey, I this is a duplicate of what I already have. Here you go. You know, anybody need this? But anyways, oh yeah, but I mean also like when you just you're damaging mobs of monsters, it's you. Yeah, you're the one doing it, not. You know, somebody else yeah. on your team, so that's cool. Yeah, he continues. He says, playing in a group is far too advantageous to the point where it almost comes across to me as cheating when you can simply turn around and use all the inherent advantages to a four-player group to skyrocket your rewards in solo play, namely greater rifts. Mm-hmm. I understand the need to make solo play viable, but at the same time, I don't understand why it shouldn't be fixed or at least mitigated significantly that to perform well on the solo leaderboards. I need to be running with a four-player party, even if it's using the public game finder, which is more efficient and better reward-wise than playing well solo. I don't even intend to be a top player level because I'm not capable of living off streaming Diablo and putting the time in, but even then, I wouldn't have so much of an issue being behind because the only issue is time is time not time plus group play oh oh yeah it the only issue is time not time plus group play i think that's what he was trying to say punctuation i intend to continue to play this entire season solo whoa oh nice to start with i find carries extremely distasteful to my own personal gameplay and in group play outside of high great greater rifts it's a game of follow the barb while you're mm. farming i can more accurately gauge how well i'm playing by seeing myself facing off the legion of demons and not watching my three teammates who have the potential to have the op build of the season that cuts through torment 10 like a hot knife through butter early on would i like to see the ability to play in an entirely solo league with only a solo leaderboard yes will i see this probably not as it would create a new divide in the game, and I'm not sure the devs are willing to splinter the community any further. We currently have normal, hardcore, normal, seasonal, hardcore, seasonal. Yeah, and then, then if you toss in, you know, solo, that would, you know, there would be a solo normal. Normal, solo, season. Yeah. No. Yeah, I think that would be rough. Yeah. My hours are far fewer this season than any previous season, and I'd rather reach whatever point I do reach on my own merits versus the merits of those who are probably far better geared in higher level than I. I also understand that my view on the whole matter can be taken as a bit extreme in favor of a strict division of solo play, which clashes with the current philosophy of the Diablo 3 team. This is obviously but one way to play the game, and I don't hold it against anyone who does enjoy group play, because everyone plays a game with many different ways to play different or i'm sorry with plays a game with many ways to play differently however i think the labeling of the solo leaderboard is a bit of a misnomer as it does grind my gears a bit when i see knowing full well the way to the top is through four player groups thanks for giving my rant some airspace best of luck to all of your treasure goblin drops the blue 
Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I, yeah, if you're looking to get anywhere near the top of the leaderboard, I mean, you really do have to group up. Because not only can you push higher as a four-man group in terms of Gritterif levels, getting more experience, a lot more experience, in fact, and you can level your gems further than somebody who's solo. You know, somebody who's just, you know, who's struggling to get through the 50s. Meanwhile, four-player group, you know, they're speed farming 55s or maybe even 60s in some cases. You know, and they're getting their gems up to, you know, like rank 60s, rank 70s, and they're the ones that are near the top of the leaderboards at the moment. It doesn't necessarily mean that if you only play solo that you can't get anywhere on the leaderboards because, you know, maybe you get really lucky. Or you just... You you really well yeah you get really lucky because of all the RNG with greater rifts, you know you find that quote unquote god rift you know that's got the perfect mobs that are safe and they're high density and you just blow through it and you know and then you get a rift guardian that's not a pain in the butt to fight and you're able to you know burn it down really fast and maybe it's enough to get you into the top hundred. And especially in hardcore, this is, you know, we, we don't push nearly as high because we don't have, you know, we, we, we can't die. <laughs> because when we die, our push is done. <laughs> so, um, there, there was a big, huge debate on Twitter between uh, some, some of us folks from the quote-unquote hardcore, quote-unquote elitist, quote-unquote group. Um, which, you know, I, we're, we're not elitists. We just, you know, we prefer the hardcore play style because of the risk that's involved with it. You know, and the thrill, that, that's more the part. But, you know, some people prefer the thrill, you know, of trying to do a 70, you know? And that's, I, I mean, I have to admit, I, I would like to be able to do a greater rift 70 someday and not, not have to worry about losing all my amazing gems and gear. So, but, uh... Yeah, it does stink that if, I mean, it's, there's so much, there's so many benefits to playing in a four-player group that it, it trumps anything you can do solo. So it's just the way of the game. And I mean, if you're all on a voice, you know, program like TeamSpeak or Mumble or Ventrilo or something like that, you know, it's a lot of fun to group up and play. So do it. And climb those leaderboards right <laughs> absolutely yeah so that was that was the two emails that we got uh if you would like to send us an email which i highly encourage you to send it to mm -hmm. show at shattered and you know you can also record it you know if you have an iphone you can just record it and send it to us in an email or if you have a computer with a microphone doesn't matter how terrible you think your microphone sounds that's fine you know, you can record it. Um, if you're on PC, there are... Audacity is a free program that you can download. So, you, mm -hmm. And it's really easy to use. Just make sure that... Um, I, I will say there is one caveat with Audacity. Make sure that you get the plugin that allows you to export as MP3s. That way you can export it as an MP3. Because otherwise you're going to have to export it, I think, as a WAV file. And those are huge. And um, if you ramble on, it might be too large to send in an email so you know mp3s are a good way to go um but yeah love audios as well so 
I didn't include any blue notes because, well, there really isn't much except uh, they're working on a hotfix hot for the Hellfire amulet uh, exploit. Mm -hmm. um, there hasn't been an update on that, I didn't see. So they're still working on it. I mean, this is a, as, as I explained last show, well, I didn't really explain how you did it, but I mean, as I told you last week, it's, it's a very involved process. You, the only way to do this is intentionally doing it. So yeah, if you're doing it, don't do it. <laughs> Please don't because it's not fun. You know, it's against the terms of terms of service and it's just, you know, it's not a fair playing ground or playing field, whatever. But, uh, yeah, um, we do have a couple links, uh, Kirsten, Kirpanda, over at EatGameLive, yeah, EatGameLive.com. She did High Heavens Popsicles, and, uh, she has a whole bunch of other Diablo-themed, uh, recipes, and she teased that as of, as of when you're listening to this, I think she has a new Tristram burger coming out, so, oh boy, burgers, that sounds good. But yeah, she does all kinds of uh, gaming-themed recipes, so go check out all of her recipes that she has up there. She does have a Patreon as well, and if you uh, if you do sponsor her, um, you get early access to whatever recipes that she's working on. So, but uh, Moldrin, you know, good old streamer Moldrin, um, he was trying to get an ancient. I'm not sure what it was. It was one of those puke doctor thingies that he was really, hey. and. Um, he was doing the reforge on it, so that's what fifty forgotten souls plus uh, uh, five of each of the act materials to do a reforge. And what that will do is it'll take that legendary, and then it'll reroll absolutely everything. So um, don't do this on an ancient item that you currently have, because I almost guarantee that it will turn into a non-ancient when you do this. But if you take a non-ancient, there's a chance that it'll become ancient. So he was doing this, and I don't—I forget how many times he did it, but he—he he finally got an ancient one. He was like, "Yes!" Mm -hmm. And then he was like, "All right, cool!" And then um, he moved it into his character stash, and it was near the top. And then he tossed a happy meal on it, and then he was like, "Oh, but I need to re-roll something." And then he was like, "Oh, but I spent all of like uh, he was trying to re-roll something." And then he ran out of Forgotten Souls, so it was like, oh, I need to go get some trash and, you know, um, disenchant it so for Forgotten Souls. And, and um, you just see him go, uh, salvage, enter, salvage, enter. And he's getting closer and closer to his ancient, <laughs> his ancient wand or whatever it was. And then he salvages it, and then he realized, he was like, wait a second. Oh. He's like, oh no, oh no. And yeah, <laughs> that rough. Yeah, super super rough. But um, yeah, uh, I didn't include the link in in our show notes because I forgot to look it up. But uh, there was one thing that I wanted to note. I tweeted out earlier this week um, a four player group in hardcore. I think what were they doing? Was it a sixty eight or something? Something like that. And they were all doing okay. You know, and uh, one of the barbs, the the barb that was recording the video, uh, he he runs over, and um, they they have a really good dense pack going right now, and they're they're on one of those hell rifts, and then there's a shield pylon, and he clicks on the shield, 
and then he starts to move over and then everything just stops and then and then stops and then and by the time they realized what was going on um they were pretty much all dead so because of all the calculations because they had such a huge pack between uh i think they had a witch doctor so they, they there was already a whole bunch of damage going on and then because of the shielding all the damage that the monsters were dealing you know was getting reflected back onto them which caused even more calculations and it caused the server just basically to bog down to the point where it wasn't updating the client at all so um yeah hopefully this gets fixed sometime because that's not good not good at all so if you're playing in hardcore I, uh, oh yeah all four of them died so it was actually kind of funny <laughs> and they kind of had a they they had a good attitude about it so um but yeah that sucks that really really sucks so just you know just fyi you know if your group if you're you know hurting a huge pack of monsters make sure that you get safe somewhere safe because <laughs> if you're in the middle of it you're and you're playing a hardcore you and there's too there's too much stuff going on you're probably gonna die so just a psa i guess so that's all that's all i got so brazia shall we talk about something other than diablo now i think that sounds like a pretty good idea to me yeah let's talk about fear the walking dead oh man i think it's starting to turn up i'm, I'm enjoying it a now more now mm -hmm. i have this great idea you know, okay. You, you you know your neighbor has yep. turned into something, right? And goes across the street, attacks the other neighbor, right? Yep. And you're like, wait, 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 no, 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 don't go out there, don't go out there, daughter. No, 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 don't you dare go to try to help her. Right. And then you're like, you know what? How about we play Monopoly? <laughs> <laughs> I think like I listened to another podcast, and I think people kind of blowing this thing out. They really explained, you know, like in very subtle hints, like Alicia says, you know, it kind of, I've had, like, reminds me of having to wait for someone before. And I have a feeling, and we don't have the whole backstory yet of everything going on, but I want to say that their dad, her husband, was either a military guy or a police officer or something, and he used to do these kind of things as a coping mechanism mm -hmm. until he came home. And then one night he just never came home, you know. So it's it, not that strange to him. And then in the middle of everything that's going on, because right now that's that safe feeling that things are going to turn out okay. Yeah. And they're in the home and they're just playing a game. And um, then you hear the gunshot. And then they all just kind of, that's the game just kind of pretty much ended at that point. Yeah, yeah. It was escapism from... Exactly. And... Uh, yeah, it's just it, it just struck me. It's like you know everything's everything's going to shit. So let's play Monopoly. <laughs> right, and then people are like, well, then you cut over to Travis with his family running through the the riots and all of that stuff. Well, yeah, it's supposed to be, you know, compare and contrast. There's an awful lot of that going on in the first mm -hmm. three um, shows because, I mean, believe it or not, the night before most of these people were going to bed like it was every other day in their life before. Yep. Yeah. And it's hard. You don't just turn the switch off. It's not like season five 
and six of the Walking Dead, mm-hmm. where these people have been on the road for a couple of years now, fighting through a zombie apocalypse. These people, like, it's just happening. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, what is going on? It's like, you don't just turn it off like that. I think most people would try to hold on to the things that make them feel comfortable and, and safe and secure. And yeah. so things are starting to, like, I, I don't know, I just, I look at it and I'm like, I'm actually kind of happy with the way it's going because I like the kind of the character development because when you first get into it, the first show or two, you don't know what to think. Okay, you're like, okay, these characters, we're learning a little bit about them, their past, who they are. And then now as you see things changing, you're like, okay, I see how these characters may start to to change and mold themselves in the world or not change and mold themselves into the world that's going to be that we know of. Like, I think Travis is going to get people killed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Without me. a doubt. Without a doubt. Because he can't leave his ideology alone. Yeah. I mean, he went to his girlfriend and prevented her from, you know, savaging their neighbor, her neighbor who had churned because she committed right. suicide. Um, but, but see, yeah, in that situation, they don't even know what's going on. Like, they, they still don't. He thinks, like Herschel, oh, maybe we can rehabilitate these yep. people or something of that sort. Like, he doesn't know the answer, so he doesn't want to act unless he knows. Mm-hmm, That's exactly. going to hurt you. We, we've seen that happen once the world goes to crap in The Walking Dead. You know, if you hesitate, you have problems. Yep. And, and it's going to affect somebody else. Now, like, he doesn't know that Madison has already killed Principal Artie. Right, exactly. You know, or a zombie Artie, at least, mm-hmm. with that. So he doesn't know that she's already, she's kind of already proven she will do what needs to happen yeah. in order to keep people safe. You know, but she's still trying to work it through in her head and all of that as well. It's just, you know... It's, it's interesting. I like that. Um, the fact that, of course, you know, he decides, hey, let's keep everybody here overnight. We don't know where to go. We'll be fine. And then we'll leave tomorrow when it's sunny and everything's fine. But they can't even get out now because the military's in there to take over. Yeah. And, you know, like that first scene as they're going through, it looks like, okay, you know what? They have an organization. They have an idea of what's going to go on. But we know it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, but we never saw how that fell apart. And that's going to be interesting. To me, it's going to be like the the next few episodes really are, okay, well, the society's falling apart. All the things we thought we should, we could rely on, should rely on, those things are going to start falling apart over time too. And you're wondering, like, I mean, because right now, like, they go in there, they shoot you know, the zombie Susan. They, they go in, they're marking up houses, like, who's lived here, what's that, getting rid of the bodies and all of those same things. So it looks really well organized, well set, and ready to you know like to move on to the next step, to re- reclaim the chaos. But I think it's almost like as you start seeing it, you saw like a couple of the soldiers. I mean, they're just they're walking around and stuff. Even though the leadership and the organization might be there, the individuals inside of it are like we're really not quite sure what's going on, and you know we really don't know what the actual answer is. We're just following orders, and at some point that's not going to be enough. Yeah. 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 You know who my favorite character on the entire cast is right now? Who? Is uh, Daniel Salazar, the the father. Uh Uh-huh. I like him. I I don't know what it is about him. I mean, clearly, he's, um, you know, he he did not hesitate with that shotgun. (laughs) No. Uh, And I even said the same thing to to, uh, my wife and P-Dog who are watching with us. And they were like, I said, there's got to be a lot more to this guy's background than we know of. 
Oh I yeah. Mean, the, right now we can see that you know he he takes charge and does things. Yeah, the way that but, he treats his daughter, it's like it just it reminds me. I, it's like maybe he used to be in drug trafficking, and then he you know got you know then then he had a family, so then he was like, mm-hmm. all right, I need to get out. But he still holds on to that, you know, like I'm gonna take care of business and what I say goes. Well, yeah, maybe even if he himself wasn't involved in drug trafficking, it could be more of his, you know, it's like they talk about like their whole family is buried in mm-hmm. El Salvador. So it could be that he realizes what happens in a situation when it goes chaotic and there is no control, no law. Mm-hmm. And what happens to the people. And like he like he was saying things, like little things like watching Travis get the, the hammer away from Madison and goes, and just in Spanish calls the guy weak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he's seen that people. It's like, I've seen people who hold their ideology and what happens. He goes, nice, like he says to his daughter, nice people are the first people to get killed. Yep. Yeah. So it's almost like he and his wife, you know, she even said, hey, we, you know, honey, we've been in worse situations, your father and I. We, we'll be okay. We know what to do. Yeah. I, I, I just, just the, oh, and, and then that, oh, man, I don't want to spoil it. But at the very end, I was like, Oh man, yeah, there's a lot to this guy, and oh, I can't wait for the next episode. Oh my goodness! Exactly. I'm like it. You have like the dive, like the 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 men, the male character leads right now are kind of, you know, two different spots. One you can tell, okay, this guy's gonna take charge and get things done. The other one's like he's gonna be that voice that resists everything, and because he holds on to his ideology, he's that new Dale, yeah. so to speak. And then I'm like, I look at the women character, and I'm like, wow, they are so much stronger, too, because they understand hardship in life. And so they're willing to, you know, they just like that conversation between his ex, uh, Travis's ex-wife and his current fiance. And, you know, she's just like, if that happens to me, you have to take me out because it'll kill Travis. Yeah. Like, he won't be able to do it. And it's like, they know how difficult things are. And, and for them, it's kind of like, it doesn't matter what your, you know, ideology, your philosophy of life is. Things have to get done sometime, and you know, you know who can and can't get it done. Yep. And so it's really interesting. I'm I'm loving the dynamic. I love the you know the things that are going on, and I'm looking forward to it. Did you notice that plane that yes. was wobbling? Yeah, I was like, because uh, I I heard that they're. Um, they're floating out the idea of doing uh, a separate episode, like a 20-30 minute episode, probably on the web or whatever, um, involving yep. the outbreak on a plane, and like that plane was a tease to that, and I was like, and then they cut away from it, and I was like, oh come on, I want to see it crash. <laughs> oh man, I I feel so weird saying that, but yeah, no, but I mean, I kind of felt, you know, felt better about it because you know, like if you if it was going to crash, I mean, something like that, it would have already started. You know, like as it turned to the side, it would start, you know, tailing down, but it kind of regained itself to go in. And I don't know if you do the story think at all while you're watching the show mm. from AMC. At that moment, they put up a little, uh, like a sign, um, a document that shows from the FCC that basically said all planes are going to be grounded in the United States at this moment to help prevent, prevent, um, uh, like epidemic outbreak. Oh, so it's kind of like that's probably where the story's going for that part mm-hmm. because of the fact is, I mean, if that just comes out, obviously there are planes that are in the air because it's not like, okay, hey, as soon as that, you know, 
you know, park your plane. Not every plane is down on the ground right away. Right. Exactly. So there's some in the middle of flight. So the pilot. So has that to make might a be one adjustment. of those. Exactly. And as a result of that, I mean, uh, what I'm thinking is maybe something happened where it's only supposed to be like one person that survives. Maybe that one person survives with somebody who, you know, yeah, on their way out, like about to die as a pilot. But you know, so it doesn't necessarily mean it's the pilot that makes it. It could be somebody else on the plane who got in there with the pilot. So it could be a stewardess, it could be somebody else. And they're trying to help, you know, land a plane. That's why it's kind of going side to side or whatever. But whoever survives that's supposed to end up being part of like season two, which is really neat. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, oh man. I um it's such a shame that it's gonna be such a short season, only six episodes. We only have three left, but uh but I, I kind of feel like it's almost like the first season of The Walking Dead. I wanted that one to be longer, too. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like you really needed to feel out what this was going to be all about. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like if you went too far, then you got too far into the story and may not be able to change direction. But at this point, it's like only in six episodes. So you have certain characters. You have a certain way of telling the story. And you can decide, okay, we can continue with that because people love it. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, we need to change it in some way because people liked it, but they could like it better. Yeah, it's it kind of like a safe decision to just roll with a, a condensed six-episode season mm-hmm. and uh, float it out there, see if, if there's zombie fatigue, you know, in the viewing audience. And I think Fear the Walking Dead is pulling in some of the largest ratings on cable mm-hmm. right now. So, and then see... It's working. It's it's almost kind of weird. It's like then, then you know you get the commercials for season six of the walk. Is it season six or seven now? I forget. Six. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of and it's like oh my goodness and it's like oh I can't wait I can't wait until October eleventh. Exactly. It, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. And it, it's like I'm just at the I'm like in zombie heaven right now watching the show the show and getting anticipating for the next one and it's. You know, it. I was afraid because of how quickly it seemed to move mm-hmm. this episode that they were going to jump right into all these things. And I realized, oh no, no. I mean, it, it is moving faster than the first two episodes. But that's because the first two were so slow. With you know, think about our normal lives. We do things every day. You know, whether it could be fast because we're trying to move. You know, get work done, get family things to together, cook dinner, get all these things going mm-hmm. at the same time. So we feel like we're moving fast. But in reality, life for that, that type of life is really slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you're still you, you're not worrying right about now. the basics, right? We're not worrying about whether the next our neighbor is going to kill us or something of that sort. Yeah. At least we hope. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, in our like life right now in the United States here in Canada, you know, you don't have that. You you live a normal life, so to speak, where you're going to work or you're doing going to school or you know you're doing something else in life and it just rather consistent, sometimes very mundane, very, you don't even think about some of these things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. And just bringing in the military now, it's like, yep. Now, now we may have the whole, well, maybe not quite like, uh, in, uh, 28 days later when they finally make their way to safe camp and it's run by military folks. And you're like, yeah, because of their position of power, they, you know, they might, get a little power hungry and assert power over the others which they you know took the weapons away from them and everything mm-hmm. so. and it almost seemed like whoever's speaking to them in the military uniform we'll find out next week mm-hmm. I think in that uh, preview like it's kind of like that already 
Yeah, yeah he just seems like a power drunk kind of guy. Hey, I'm in a position now to be able to tell all you people what's going on, and you're the lucky ones, or whatever it might be. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's... I, I've always... Like, that... The first season of The Walking Dead, you know, you felt like the zombies were a huge, you know, were, were the, the big threat. And then, you know, as we've gone through the seasons, you know, it's it's not the zombies themselves, it's usually other people. And mm-hmm. we're, we're kind of already getting that in season one of Fear the Walking Dead. Sorta. Kinda. But, oh, yeah. And it's interesting how, like, it's all flowing, because... Um, I know there's different people with with thoughts about their... Uh, we're not going to know what patient zero is. We're not going to find out exactly how it gets done and where it comes from and why it's here manifesting itself in the world and creating zombies and all of that stuff because Robert Kirkman doesn't want to go there. But what's really interesting to me is I think at this point we're seeing... It's almost like um, certain diseases that are out there mm-hmm. where... You know, they may be very powerful diseases, but they affect people in different ways. Like, you know, one person can have swine flu and die from it. Another person can have swine flu and be really sick from it, but still live. Mm-hmm. And it, it depends on the individual. Maybe there's something in their DNA or something in um, who they are that, you know, it didn't kill them. Like the neighbor, he was coughing and sick. Who knows what that was from? It could have been, you know, he got a snake bite. It could have been, who knows what it was. Right. But he ended up dying and becoming a zombie like quickly but there was no visible scar or anything on him right you know while others who you know like uh, Alicia's boyfriend has a bite on him you know he's gonna die from the infection and stuff that and dumb oh yeah eventually. The, the scene where Alicia realizes what what her boyfriend's gonna turn into she's like mm-hmm. no no he's not gonna turn into that and, oh, right powerful and it's just exactly I mean, and you can think about it. As a teenager, you you think you know the rest of the life is in front of you. You don't think anything's gonna happen, right? You think you're invincible, exactly. And then now you find like, well, wait, wait a minute, that's not. You know, I was just talking with a hugging and kissing him yesterday. Yeah. And it was funny because like even like the interaction where Travis looks at Nick and says, you know, how could you say that? And Nick's just like, well, it's the truth. Yeah. You know, it's just like if. It's going to be really interesting to see who can change the way they think and how they do things when it comes to realization that the world is not going to go back to what it was. Yeah, I. it's going to be funny if Travis almost has a turn like Rick da, did. Hmm. And I honestly, I don't think Travis is the Rick character. Like no, At no, first no. I thought that was going to happen, but I honestly think someone like Madison will be like the Rick character. Yeah, she was... Not- you know, she was she was ready to take out her neighbor. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, it, it feels that way. I mean, I don't know what's going to end up happening because I, I think, unfortunately, there's just too many, you know, fa- unknown factors out there as to what will end up happening. But it's good. I mean, I I mean, I'm in, I'm entertained by the show. I'm definitely enjoying what's going on, and uh, like I forget, some show was asking, like, I wonder if there's ever been a person who's who's watching The Fear of the Walking Dead, who has not watched The Walking Dead, and what they think of it. And I'm like, you know what? I've got my wife doing that. She's never... Like, she's, like, seen bits and pieces of The Walking Dead, but never really followed it. She doesn't know the characters. She doesn't care. She, because she's the type of person... She doesn't like horror movies. Mm-hmm. And so she doesn't like blood and guts and all of that. But she was like, you know what? I'll sit down and watch Fear of the Walking Dead with you guys. For, you know, it's from the beginning. Um, it's more like a drama... Right. And she's like, okay. So she hasn't seen a lot of it. And she's like, obviously, 
he got his face blown off. He was like, oh, kind of thing. <laughs> my but, wife, my wife, when when that happened, she was all like, "That was that really necessary?" <laughs> <laughs> right? I was like, "Come on, it's a zombie flake. Yes, it is." Yeah. But uh, yeah, my my wife, she almost almost is thinking about watching The Walking Dead. Hmm. But I don't know if. She, I don't think she can get into the zombie like everything's already you know you're in the zombie world and yeah so I I don't know if if she will be on board with that but it it's definitely I mean like like you said this is definitely drama that pulls in people who are not necessarily interested in zombies so. exactly and it's fun I'm really just I'm looking forward to seeing and she even said it she was like uh, I'm still kind of up in the air on it but let's see how it shapes out by the end of the season because it's obvious it's not a individual standalone episode it's not like law and order where you can watch one episode and say okay mm-hmm. i kind of know the gist of what's going to happen but it all gets done in an hour yeah so and then i can just watch another law and order episode and it would be a different story but it's done in one hour yeah I, and it stands alone i think my wife will probably lose interest when things have fallen apart and then they switch over from you know society's still clinging on to you know last shreds of hope for um you know organization and and uh you know civilization and, and when when's it once it fully turns over to you know chaos and survival i, I think that's when my wife what when i'll lose my wife on fear of the walking dead but uh hopefully hopefully they'll take at least two or three seasons before they get to that point you know mm-hmm. because then it essentially just becomes the walking dead la yeah. Right. So. Right. I mean, I want them to to. I know, like, I don't want them to drag out, like, to have have a whole season like the farm, Herschel's farm, where it's just everything oh, God, dragged that out was, on there. Oh God, that was like the worst season ever. <laughs> no, I want them to keep moving though. Like, yeah. I I wouldn't mind seeing. Okay, you know, they spend like half a season at some spot, but then something turns out really bad. They have to move on, or um, even if it's in kind of the same spot they're doing more things away from just being there it's not like okay we're here at the farm and that's it mm-hmm. you know i want to see okay they may be at the farm but you know this next episode is completely off somewhere else and we don't see the farm or the next episode after that you know it's more like oh, here's a base we come back to i not, just not a, a, everything revolves around it it's like is it even possible to get out of the la basin <laughs> i don't know because i mean if if there's any I mean, if there's any area where you definitely do not want to be during a zombie outbreak, it's, you know, a heavy metropolitan area like downtown Mm -hmm. L.A., San Francisco, New York, Chicago, Dallas, you know, all these places. These are not places you want to be when this happens. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I'm just thinking about my last trip to Chicago and it's like it takes. You know, I mean, it's like six million people just in Chicago itself. And then you have all these sprawling metropolitan areas. I was trying to explain it to them out there. Is that almost any direction you go from Chicago is another, you know, town that's just packed with thousands and thousands of people. Yeah. And it's just like it just keeps spreading out from there. Like New England is a bit different. You have Boston and then you have three or four major hubs because they're right next to um, either rail tr- stations or the highway or something connecting to Boston and that's where the population is but you can go a little bit to you know either side of those that and be able to go through a a less crowded town just Mm -hmm. because it's not right next to a highway like it doesn't it's not spread out 
in that same sense. It's like all piled on top of itself right there, and then a couple little spots here and there throughout the state. Yep. So it's, I mean, it's very different. And you're right. I would not want to be any. You're right. Any metropolitan area. Yeah. Gee, that's the worst place to be. I'm pretty fortunate. I mean, not that zombie apocalypse is ever going to happen in our reality, but no. should it ever happen, you know, I li- I kind of live on the edge of a suburb, and if I just head east about five minutes, I am like in vin- not vineyards but farmland, essentially. Ah. Uh, so. Okay kind of have kind of have a direction i could go if i needed to bug out so oh good deal yeah that worked but oh, uh, and let, yeah i they're not going to be able to get out by car or anything either which will make it even more difficult oh yeah because the freeways are jammed there's oh yeah i i mean they, it could would have been funny if they had not um stopped and just kept going and then tried to get onto the freeway and be like whoops this was a big mistake <laughs> exactly but i also don't think that would have made for the story to be all that interesting because no, you're stuck on the no, freeway not at all so i think they just wanted you know like oh hey wait a minute let me let's go make sure this guy is okay and yeah. and then help kind of set up the rest of it so yeah it'll be interesting yeah so on the lighter side of things i watched yeah. a movie called the secret light of wow the secret life of walter mitty it's a terrible title, but it's a great, fantastic movie. Uh, it was, um, it was directed by Ben Stiller himself, and oh my goodness, it was so good. It was moving and upbeat, and I mean, the story is about um, Walter Mitty, and he is a negative. Pro- um, gosh darn it, I can't remember his exact title, but essentially. He was the partner in crime, so to speak, of this photographer for Life magazine. Mm -hmm. And, like, who always took these amazing photographs. And he entrusted his negatives to Walter Mitty because he knew that nobody else would treat those photographs like he would. So his character, Walter Mitty, like, his his father died at a young age. And he was, um, his father was a huge part of his life. And, like... uh, they did some they did like he had a picture where he had a mohawk and he was a skateboarder and he had won a skateboarding competition and he was like a free spirit and then his father died and then you know then he took on the father role like he immediately you know gave up all of his dreams and immediately went to work so that he could support his family and so it was just like it was kind of like you know a sad story but um, you know, like he was regaining his life, like through, mm-hmm. um, like in in the beginning of the movie, like uh, the whole premise of the like the trailers that that you'll see is like he'll start daydreaming about these amazing things, you know, like impossible things, and like he gets lost in these daydreams, and then by the end of the movie, you know, it's not, he's not daydreaming anymore because he's living and he's doing and it's oh it's such a good upbeat movie it had such a great message and oh so good i i highly recommend it um i think we watched it on i think it was on comcast or we had comcast on demand so we watched it on that but what a good movie i i like ben stiller he he's a he's good yeah i loved him in zoolander i can't wait for zoolander 2 although (laughs) 
I'm a little nervous about it too, because you know, um, what was it? Uh, Anchorman was fantastic. Was a fantastic movie, and then Anchorman Two was such tripe. It was so bad. I haven't even watched it, but it got so heavily panned. So, and um, oh well. I think I think this week I'm probably going to rent Mad Max and watch it because I missed it oh, in yeah. theaters, and I've heard it's the greatest movie ever. So. I'm going to. Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't go that way. But <laughs> it was really, really good. I mean, we really had a good time watching it. We enjoyed it. It was very entertaining. Yeah. I oh, I also tried watching um, what is it? Nightcrawler with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh and, yeah. How was that? Uh, I got maybe about twenty, twenty-five minutes in, and oh, his character is such a creep. I just, I, I was like, mm, I lost interest. It's like yeah. I don't know. From watching all the previews, that's kind of what it struck me as. Mm-hmm. I just didn't feel interested in that. Like he's like a slimy, you know, oh, just you know, looking to take advantage of anybody that he can, kind of character, and it's like, ugh. yeah. No, I mean we have reality's bad enough. I don't feel like getting that type of stuff in my entertainment. Yeah, it, it was almost too real. I, I think that's why I really got creeped out by it. I was like, no, I can't. No, I can't. I mean, it might be a really good movie, but I really just don't have any interest It got in it. really good reviews, and so I, I may try to go back and finish watching it, but, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, God, so, just, so, there's, there's something about the way that he acts in the movie, you know? Oh, just creeper. So, so creepy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I got nothing else. Oh, wait, I do have one other thing, because mm-hmm. um, one of my favorite bands, Phantogram, they they are doing a collaboration with uh, I believe the rapper's name is Big Boy, and um, oh crap I can't remember what the name of the they they did this collaboration album and it's coming out soon. They put out a crap. I wish I had pulled this up. <laughs> oh my goodness! But crap, crap. Uh, yeah, it's I, I I just absolutely love Fantagram. Um, Sarah mm-hmm. Barthel, her voice oh so good. So good. Let's see. Fantagram, big boy. I'm Googling this. Uh, what is it? It was big something is what their, their collaboration was. Um, darn it. This is not what I was looking for. Anyways, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll toss it up on our, on our show notes on the website. As, uh, cool. Yeah. I don't think going to do show song of the show but i'll toss it up in there anyways or maybe i'll because nfl season my niners won yay yay niners yeah and that may be the only win of the season no i'm just kidding (laughs) Uh. but hey it was against the vikings so oh well you know there you go (laughs) oh big grams that's that's what their collaboration is called big grams that's what it is oh nice ah there i found it now you feel much better. Yep. And with that, I think... Well, I've got, like, one thing. Okay. I just realized it's not something that I'm doing other. Like, cause the, to me, it's, it's weird. It's, like, the first time in years I've probably not logged into World of Warcraft in, like, two weeks. Oh, wow. And it's all because I'm playing Diablo all the time. Yeah. I'm like, well, not all the time. I mean, obviously, I have work and I have the kids and everything else going mm-hmm. on. But any free time playing a game... It's your I'm go-to. Diablo. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh, what? I don't really miss it. No. Yeah. 
I mean, it's it's also in a lull for me. And like, I'm not on a raiding guild. I'm not in a, you know, I mean, in a good guild. I'm with the uh, the guys from the Convert to Raid, and you know, on their server. But you know, it's like I don't have my own group of people. I've been, you know, every week I go and raid or anything mm-hmm. like that. So yeah. I'm kind of going in playing things when I want to. Well, at this point, I'm like, well, I'm having more fun playing Diablo, so that's what I've been doing. Yep. Yeah, and Legion's a ways off, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can understand why you're like, well, you know, World of Warcraft... I mean, I will, I will go back and play and do some things every once in a while. It's just that I haven't, and I'm like, oh, okay. If they were to bring back Jousting and make it relevant, I would be back <laughs> in a heartbeat. I swear, I... Everybody... Everybody hated jousting in Wrath of the Lich King. I loved it. I absolutely loved jousting, you know, over there at the Argent tournament. Oh, it was so good. I loved it. It was fun. I was good at it, too. Maybe that's why I loved it so much. But, uh, all right, I'm going to close out the show. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, we've already gone over two hours. So, yay. Oh, no way. So, you have been listening to episode 97 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. If you missed an episode, you can find the show blog and listen to the show archives over at ShatteredSoulstone.com. If you want to join us in-game, join our in-game community. Wow, I am struggling with our outro. Join our in-game community, aptly named Shattered Soulstone. Feel free to post short missives up on the community board and join the chat channel to talk with other folks from the community in-game. This show is powered by you, the listener. Send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. We love Twitter, so come and join and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at ShatteredStone. I'm at James. Jen is at Queen of Haiku. Brasia is at the underscore Brasia. And our fourth musketeer, who once again could not make it, is at Lantonio. Actually, you know what? I always do this. Last minute check to see if he sent something to us. And he did not. Okay. So we would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawnforge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawnforge over at thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, um, I'm going to be big gramming? That, no, that's terrible. Absolutely terrible. I'm going to be, I'm going to be flipping some pancakes. That's what I'm going to be doing. Ah, uh, you flip some pancakes, I'll flip some omelets. <laughs>